is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811-877-381-3811. Nikki Haley, the Supreme Court, and much, much more. But let's start with Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. She's still getting fawning press all over the media. All over the media. And I just feel, ladies and gentlemen, that Nikki Haley, her supporters in the media, think we are so stupid that we're falling for this. It's a two-person race, or as Nikki likes to say, one gent and her. I am so sick of that crap, you have no idea. You don't need to spew the left-wing propaganda about the sexes. Now she comes out and she says that when she was a little girl, she was taunted every day because of her skin color. I don't know if that's true or not. But ladies and gentlemen, our country's dying. And it's dying not because of our declaration, our constitution, not because of our governmental system. It's dying because the people in the ruling class are destroying it and purposely. I don't want to hear about Nikki Haley's issues or past issues or anybody else's for that matter. You're running for president. Not because you're a victim. Not because you want to exploit certain things. Because the American people need a leader. They need a statesman. They need somebody is going to bring this country back to some level of sanity. And Nikki Haley uses all the bromides of the left. She's relying on the left. She's relying on their billionaires. She's relying on their votes. And she's turning to Republicans who are utterly and completely unprincipled, like Chris Sununu. Why do I care about Chris Sununu? 
the fact of the matter is, there were two solid conservatives up until this weekend. Trump, not by philosophy, but by common sense. And DeSantis, by philosophy, both by experience. I haven't talked to Ron DeSantis at all since he made his decision. But he decided to drop out for two reasons, I assume. One, as he said, he couldn't win. And number two, he cares about the country more than himself. And that's my problem with Nikki Haley. She can't win, but she cares about herself more than the country. The fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, Nikki Haley literally has nothing to offer. Her record as governor portends weakness, not strength, lack of accomplishment. She doesn't run on it. When people bring it up, whether it's bathrooms, whether it's China, whatever it is, she lies about it. Her position on abortion is incoherent. Incoherent. Fine. But that's what it is. And people say, I like the way she explains. She explains nothing. Her position on the border has been all over the place. We cannot afford this. If we conservatives cannot nominate and elect somebody who's going to help us save this country. We're going to lose it. We can't use another Romney in 2012. Loser. Another McCain in 2008. Loser. George H.W. Bush, 1992. Loser. Bob Dole, great hero, I might add, but loser. It's not time for a woman. It's not time for somebody Nikki Haley's age, it's not time for anything related to physicality, skin color, or anything of the kind. We need to save the country. I don't care if you're green. I don't care what the hell you are. So the patriotic thing to do was what Ron DeSantis did. You think he wanted to get out of the race? You think he's happy with what took place? No, I'm sure. Again, I haven't spoken to him. But what is the point of Nikki Haley's candidacy? Can somebody explain it to me? She's the only one who can win. You know how many times I've heard that from losers? Polls today are utterly and completely irrelevant when it comes to a general election. Irrelevant. When they turn their bazookas on Nikki Haley and the media, and they will. If they were able to get her nominated, and they can't. She won't be leading Biden by 6, 8, 10. This is what they do. They put you forward, then they cut your legs out from under you. Every Democrat in New Hampshire who's registered, I guess, as an independent, however that screwed-up system works, how do you think they're going to vote in the general election? Oh, wow, there's Nikki Haley. Let's vote for her. No damn way. 
If Nikki Haley wants to be a Democrat, then run in the Democrat primary. My understanding, it's wide open. Biden didn't run. Biden, once, now they want him to write him in. Because Biden doesn't believe in democracy. You know, they talk about Trump not debating. Biden forced Robert Kennedy, Robert Kennedy Jr., out of the Democrat primary. Senator Kennedy's son. This guy, Phillips. They won't give him a shot. They're trying to push him off ballots. They're trying to do whatever they can do. Again, so much for democracy. Because Biden is weak. His agenda is a disaster. And so is Nikki Haley. I watch these interviews with her. I have to shut them off. She's just full of fortune cookie type statements. Bumper sticker type statements. No substance whatsoever. None. What are her principles? What does she say? She's been running now for president for months. And you cannot tell me where she stands on five major issues or how she would do anything. How is she going to cut the budget and spending? No idea. None. Okay. What will she do to secure the border? I have no idea. None. And we can go down the list, and nobody else does either. And I can tell you this. When it comes to saving women's sports, she's proclaiming herself the woman candidate. She hadn't said she'd do that either or how she'd do that. Because now what happens is typical. She's moved further and further left to move away from conservatives and to try and attract these votes in these early primaries from these states that don't have Republican-only voting. And these Republican parties in the states that do this, assuming they have the authority and not the state legislatures, shame on you, you're pathetic. So she has to kowtow to them. She has to kowtow to Wall Street. She has to kowtow to all these interests. This isn't the Republican core. This isn't what we stand for. So how would somebody like that take on a Chuck Schumer, a Hakeem Jeffries? Or take on the media that's slobbering all over her, but then will turn on her. How many more lessons do we have to learn here, America? Especially conservatives and Republicans. How many more times do we have to go down this road? Voting for a Romney or a McCain or a Dole or a George H.W. Bush. And this time it's even more important. We're losing our country. If the border's open like this another five years, it is over. It is over. And there's not a single Republican or conservative who's serious about doing something about these, these so crucial and important issues that won't come under attack. Whether it's a Trump or a DeSantis or anybody else. Because Trump is going to be the nominee. There's no question about that now. And so when he takes on the border, they'll try and destroy him. When he tries to break up the federal bureaucracy, they'll try to destroy him. Because that's who they are. This is theirs. They build it. They use your tax money to pay for it. 
And so now we have to go through this fan dance, like the lead up to the State of the Union address and all this other nonsense about Nikki Haley. It's a two man race. It's not a two man race. Trump's the nominee. Just because she hangs around like a bad rash doesn't mean it's a two man or two person race. It's irrelevant. There's nothing she can do. Nothing. As we move into other states, some of which are much more conservative. What is she going to do when we move into the South? She's going to get blown out. What are we going to what is she going to do when we move into conservative blue collar states? Like a Pennsylvania, she's going to get blown out. She's hanging on. She's got nowhere else to go. Literally, she has nothing else to do other than to serve on some of these corporate boards and charge $100,000 a speech. Why people would pay that, I don't even know. You've been fed a boat of lies over the past decade or two that some people are just too conservative to win. Romney, McCain, Dole, George H.W. Bush, they weren't conservative. They're exactly the kind of Republicans we're told are the only kind of Republicans who can win. That's four presidential elections that we lost. Four. I understand that this is going to be a tough general election, but it's going to be a tough general election. Not because Trump is controversial. Not because Trump causes chaos, as Nikki Haley says. It's because the Democrat Party is a Marxist party that uses Marxist tactics to try and destroy Donald Trump. In a moment, he announced his candidacy and ran in 2016 to today. You don't have to love Donald Trump to use your noggin and figure out what the hell is going on here. Joe Biden is destroying America. His administration is made up of Obama flunkies and holdovers. They hate America. They want to fundamentally transform it. That's what they keep telling us, and they are. They hate American history. They substitute 1776 with 1619. They're trying to eviscerate our Constitution. They attack the men and women who wrote it. The most fabulous governing document in human history. And I would argue even greater than the Magna Carta. That's what we're up against. Nikki Haley hadn't said a damn thing about any of it. She's not prepared and doesn't want to be involved in the culture war. Unfortunately, to support America... To be a red-blooded American. To defend our principles and our history and our culture and our society. To defend the founders. Our founding document. Our governing document. Unfortunately, you're going to have to get your knuckles bruised and dirt under your fingernails. You're going to be called controversial. You're going to be called racist and bigoted. You're going to come under investigation. Civil and criminal. They're going to take your taxes and paint them all over the place, the front page of the New York Times. They're going to go after your spouse. They're going to go after your children. Nikki Haley has no idea. And she's not up to it. 
She's not a leader. She's not a statesman. It's that simple. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. It's amazing to me how many times in my life I've heard that a conservative cannot get elected. And how many Republican candidates who were not conservative did not get elected? The Tea Party. MAGA. Reaganites. None of them can get elected. None of them can get elected. The fact of the matter is, the more people learn about a Nikki Haley, the more they're going to realize how vapid she is. She comes from a long line of vapid Republicans. But she does have a constituency. It's called the ruling class. The ruling class Republicans are behind her. The ruling class donors are behind her. The ruling class Democrats are behind her in the Republican primaries. And the Democrat donors ruling class are behind her in the Republican primaries. How about we decide who we want in the Republican primaries? I'll be right back. Do you ever talk back to your radio? Then you must be listening to Mark Levin. Pick up the phone and call 877-381-3811. Well, that Chris Sununu is a weasel, isn't he, Mr. Producer? He's a weasel. Talk a little about Ron DeSantis now. Totally different than Nikki Haley. I'll just be blunt about this. I see Ron DeSantis as a potential 2028 nominee. I don't know who's going to be in the race. But he should certainly be one of them, representing conservatism. You ask the people in Florida who live here, who came here, who left all these rhino states and all these Democrat states, You see, in America, people are speaking with their feet. They're trying to escape state tyranny, city tyranny. They want to be safe. They want to be left alone. They want to be able to protect themselves with their own weapon. They respect cops. They want teachers to teach and stop teaching, really, pornography. Jews in Florida, given the legislation and the policies of Ron DeSantis, are safe. That doesn't mean there aren't neo-Nazis and the like here. But they're safe. Because of the steps he took. His position on illegal immigration is beyond obvious. Unlike Nikki Haley, who was busy inviting... Palestinian Gazans into the country, even though she denies her. She denies everything, like Biden. Ron DeSantis is an up-and-comer. He's more than an up-and-comer. He's the most successful governor in my lifetime. In my lifetime. Ronald Reagan was an unbelievable governor. 
in a very difficult state, California. He defeated a, what was said to be a very popular Democrat governor who was a leftist. Governor Brown, of course his son would come in later, but I'm talking about his father. And he was a superb governor. And every rhino ruling class Republican tried to prevent him from being the Republican nominee for president. The Bush family tried to stop him. Dole tried to stop him. And they succeeded in 1976. He was running against Ford, who was a sure loser. He had never been elected. He was Nixon's vice president. He had been appointed to that position, and he stepped up after all that. And he was your perfect Karl Rove, Mitt Romney, Chris Christie, Wall Street Journal, Kennedy. Perfect. In fact, Mitch McConnell supported him over Reagan, as did many of the people you see talking on TV now. Because only Ford could win. Ronald Reagan was too dumb, too controversial, too much of a radical, despite his success as governor in a Democrat state. And so he almost defeated Ford in the Republican primaries, came within 100 votes or so, 100 delegates. Then he would run again in 1980. The same ruling class establishment Republicans tried to stop him. So he loses Iowa to George H.W. Bush. And of course, New Hampshire is Bush country. Because depending on the day, the Bushes are either from Maine or they're from Texas. And so there's Bush leading in the polls in New Hampshire. And this is before New Hampshire became Massachusetts, I might add. You know, I always talk about the locusts escaping the states that they destroyed and then going into the Republican states and destroying them. Well, a lot of the radical leftists from Massachusetts have moved to New Hampshire, where they continue voting Democrat. So they're in New Hampshire, and for Reagan, New Hampshire now is win or lose the whole thing. And Bush is leading. And Reagan wants to debate Bush, but he wants all the other participants, all the other people running to participate in the debate. And just like Nikki Haley, Bush said, no, not unless everybody's in, we're not going to do that. Problem was, at the forum where they were going to debate, the campaign, the Reagan campaign had paid for both the forum and the event. And so when the reporter said, no, It'll be, Mr. Mr. Reagan, you and Bush only. Ronald Reagan told that reporter, I paid for that microphone. And everybody's going to debate. And Bush looked really terrible. And Reagan won New Hampshire, and there was no looking back. But the same forces, the same forces are going to be out and are out to try and stop Trump and the same forces 
were out to stop DeSantis. To try and stop DeSantis. For many reasons, this wasn't time for any other conservative. It just wasn't the time. And many reasons out of the control of the DeSantis campaign. People are furious about what's being done to Donald Trump. And in many ways, the way you fight back is to elect him. And that's in the minds of many people. And it's completely understandable. And also, it's clear that Donald Trump loves our country. Joe Biden does not. Joe Biden loves Joe Biden. But the thing about DeSantis is this. He's a class act. Though he's not a Hollywood candidate like Gavin Newsom. Even though he's from Florida, he's a, he's a middle American candidate. He was the kid next door. Who worked his way up from the bottom. Who became a great baseball player and athlete. Became a great student. Nothing was handed him. Nothing. He wound up going to two top Ivy League schools. He wound up graduating from one of the top law schools in the country. And his belief in America's philosophy never changed, not one bit. We're hit on 9-11. What does he do? Mr. Red-Blooded American. He immediately joins the military. Immediately joins the military. He's not on state side. He's in the war zone. I do not uh, have anything but the deepest respect for Ron DeSantis. And he not only ran against and fought against the ruling class in Florida, he defeated them. He's changed the politics of the state. He's turned a purplish state into a hardcore red state. The population has increased not due to illegal immigrants, but due to American citizens trying to escape the tyranny of their various states. He's held the line, no income tax. He's cut taxes. You've got a burgeoning, growing, vigorous state. People want to be here. People want to live here. It's one of the few places in America where people go to escape all this. Nikki Haley can't say any of these things. You can see immediately the usual ruling class commentators trashing DeSantis when he decided to run, trying to, trying to knock him down several levels. The billionaires turning on him. And so forth and so on. He has a great future. And he's one of the leading conservatives in the country. Period. And he knew it was time to leave. If he had asked, but he didn't, I would have suggested. Bow out gracefully. Bow out with class. There's always tomorrow. 
For people like Nikki Haley and her supporters, it's do or die. And if she is to take down conservatives with her, if she is to take down the general election, Trump with her, she will do it. She keeps saying of Tim Scott, or the reporters keep saying, and yet you appointed him to the Senate and he's turned on you. Yes, I'm very disappointed. This coming from a woman, she is a woman, she keeps reminding us. This coming from a woman who was appointed ambassador to the United Nations by Donald Trump, and they never say that to her, they never say to her, wait a minute. Donald Trump appointed you and gave you a national platform. No, because they don't care. Tim Scott, you see, is disloyal. Nikki Haley, the question never comes up. There's a complete difference between a Ron DeSantis and a Nikki Haley. It's not even close. I don't know if he ran a great campaign or not. It, it didn't much matter. It didn't much matter, but I will tell you this. You can't keep a good man down. And good men, smart men, and women too, they learn from what's taken place. That's what Reagan did. He learned from it. Don't stop. Don't stare at the ground. Don't stare at the top of your boots. Dust yourself off. Take a little break and get ready for the next round. That's what you do. That's what I've done. Everybody does it in one form or another in life. I want to remind you, in this business... The great Rush Limbaugh, who we all miss horribly, especially me, was a dear friend for 20-some years. He was fired seven times. Seven times. He told you about this. He could have given up each and every time. But he wouldn't. And thank God he didn't. There's a time and place for everything. It's okay. It's okay not to come out on top every time. It's okay. Just don't give up. I don't care what you do in life. Just don't give up. And that's how I see a DeSantis. It's not how I see a Haley. There's two completely different people there. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I mean, I, I just be honest with you. When you look at Haley, she's on the wrong side of the Disney issue, the wrong side of the China issue, the wrong side of the border issue. I mean, these are fundamental issues. I mean, it's even beyond Rhino. If the Republican Party isn't going to keep the Democrat Party in check, that is these various Marxist movements, it's over. It's the only political funnel through which we can operate. We cannot tolerate more McConnell types. It's just not acceptable. There's too much at stake. Way too much at stake. I just heard her interview uh, again. 
talking about uh, we don't need all the uh, chaos of the past. It's time for a new generation to lead. Think what 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 do these things mean? Does that mean Churchill was too old to lead uh, England through World War II? I don't know what that means. Was George Washington too old to be president? The problem with Biden isn't that he's old. The problem is he's an idiot. He's an idiot. But I don't even know what these, these, these statements mean. She owes you and me. She owes us, conservative Republicans, constitutional conservatives, the American public. She owes us more than BS, more than labels, more than titles, more than I'm the future, more than I'm a, I have a female genitalia, more than this, more than that. She owes us an explanation. For who she really is. And why we should vote for her. And can she do that without condemning Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or anybody else? Can she tell us why we should campaign for her? Why we should contribute to her? Why we should rally around her? Why she deserves a juggernaut? Why we should vote for her? Why won't she Tell us. Because then she'll lose all her Democrats and independents and billionaires. That's why. Well, you listen to this show, you're not fooled. You've had enough of this crap. God knows I have. I had a very open mind about Nikki Haley. But then I started to see, I've been around a long enough time. And she showed enough ankle where it was becoming obvious to me with the people who she was meeting with, getting money from, people supporting her in the media, the rhinos coming out for her, the Sununus and their ilk, and then her flip-flopping, flip-flopping, flip-flopping. And I said, yeah, but this is exactly the wrong kind of candidate. Exactly the wrong kind of candidate. And then she wouldn't come on. Can't say I blame her. I'll tell you what I like about New Hampshire, America. All these little diners. Can you imagine, Mr. Producer, going from one of these diners to the next? My wife and I, we discussed this. When I eventually do retire, I want to rent an RV, drive across the country, start from the Far East, go to the Far West, and hit these little main streets, these little towns, and hit these diners. I can't wait. Well, I can wait to retire, but I can't wait when I do. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from from the underground command post... Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. This is what I mean. This is in the Washington Examiner. Nikki Haley receives New Hampshire boost from Bill Crystal's liberal dark money funded group. Gabe Kaminsky. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley 
It's getting a last-minute boost ahead of the New Hampshire primary on Tuesday from a Bill Crystal-led group bankrolled by the largest Democratic dark money networks in the United States. Now, we're heard all over New Hampshire. I hope people are listening to what I'm saying. Defending democracy together spent more than 96000 on pro-Haley advertising. Remember, this is a small state. And mailers in roughly half a million against former President Donald Trump since January 13. According to FEC filings, the nonprofit organization was co-founded by Crystal, another Trump writer, notably pocketed $10.8 million between 2020 and 2022 from 1630 Fund, a group managed by the One Billion Liberal Arbella Advisors Dark Money Network. This is a radical, left-wing, Soros-connected, and not just him, organization with billionaires and millionaires who want to upset, usurp, change our country. They're behind Nikki Haley. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Nobody else is even reporting this. You know, people are in New Hampshire. They're interviewing. They're talking. What do you think? How's the hamburger? You know, it's cold up here. But what about this stuff? That's why you're here. 1630 funds supported defending democracy together's bipartisan work. Bipartisan, of course. To protect the integrity of U.S. elections. The crystal-led entity. Ah, shoot. Hold on a second. Okay, there, where is it? Where did it go? Hold on. The crystal-led entities, independent expenditures supporting Haley underscore, and the former ambassador to the U.N. and ex-South Carolina governor has certain indirect ties to Arbella Advisors, which is under investigation by the Washington, D.C. Attorney General's Office for financial mismanagement allegations, and it is a leftist group. The Washington Examiner first reported Saturday Haley's New Hampshire State Director, Tyler Clark, lobbied on behalf of liberal groups, including 1630 Fund in 2020, the year the dark money group doled out $410 million to boost Democrats and help unseat Donald Trump. This is who's behind Haley. And I don't just mean, you know, with quiet support, acquiescing. No, they're leading the charge. And nobody's questioning her on this. And she won't come on this show. That's who's managing our campaign, Trump said in New Hampshire at a rally on Saturday. Said in the report from the Washington Examiner, does that tell you something? The spokesperson for the Haley campaign told the Daily Caller on Monday that defending democracy together is an unaffiliated outside group. Ah, BS. Unaffiliated outside group. She's going to Wall Street again after New Hampshire to raise more money from Democrat fat cat billionaires that's what she's doing the never trump organization was dubbed the top dark money spender in 2020 by open secrets top crystal's group which is a 2020 in 2020 received 125,000 for new venture fund a separate left-wing group managed by arabella advisors this arabella advisors is sort of the soviet union of the left-wing, radical, Marxist, Democrat donors. With all these little parts, you know, these countries that they've captured, Arabella is like the old Soviet Union. A separate left-wing group managed by Arabella advisors is also directed by Mona Charon. She's another phony. She's another one. Unbelievable. 
editor of the Never Trump Bulwark Politics website. Defending Democracy Together counts as executive director Sarah Longwell, the publisher of the Bulwark. So you have these Never Trumpers, these Never America types, and they've actually joined forces. And of course, they're backing Nikki Haley. Political consultant Tim Miller, who writes for the Bulwark, is also listed on tax forms filed by defense. So, so you can see the incestuous nature of this whole thing. It's, it's sleazy, underlined and highlighted. Crystal, Charon, Arabella, dark money, pouring into the race. No doubt... Nikki Haley's working with individuals who are funding these organizations. And that's why she can't tell you that a man can't be a woman. That's why she flip-flops all over the place. Let me put it bluntly. Nikki Haley is now bought and paid for by our political enemies. She must have made that choice about six months ago. It's one thing to be a rhino, a ruling class rhino. It's quite another to throw in with this crowd. And that's exactly what she's done. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Not really. Now, uh, I got to turn to the Supreme Court. In a five to four decision on an emergency appeal by the Biden administration... Democrats keep filing emergency appeals. Something bad happened today. By a five to four decision, without explanation, because they just issued a ruling, the Supreme Court ruled that the state of Texas, that excuse me, that the federal government can in fact cut the state of Texas um, razor wire that they're putting up. And Texas can't stop them. Texas can't stop them. Now, I'm sure, and by the way, the Chief Justice, so-called John Roberts, was one of the five, as was Justice Barrett. Justice Barrett has become basically a Siamese twin attached to the side of John Roberts. Uh, He has succeeded in, um, well, sort of the... uh, in, in persuading her to stick with him. Again, she almost always does. Kavanaugh, to his credit, joined the three constitutionalists. Now, they probably had some notion of federalism. There have been past decisions by the court, also against Arizona, you might recall, a decade or so ago, that the federal government has ultimate and sole authority over the borders. You know, it's interesting. I was at a convention of states event a year or two ago, and a number of people came up to me and said, well, what do you think? They said, the court's going to rule against it. People got angry. What do you mean by that? I said, I'm telling you what they're going to do. It's not what I want them to do. I'm telling you what they're going to do. Because the makeup of the court, Roberts is a chameleon, and Barrett has become probably the biggest disappointment in 10 years on the court. She doesn't think for herself. And here's why the court's wrong. The issue isn't federal authority. That's ridiculous. 
The issue is, under the United States Constitution, the federal authority is violating the Constitution. That is, it's one thing if you have a federal government that says, look, we're in charge of securing the border, we're doing the best we can, Texas has no right to do it. It's quite another when that federal authority is violating its own federal law and therefore the federal constitution. You see the difference, Mr. Producer? It's completely different. This isn't about administrative decisions. It's not about policies, disagreements on enforcing existing law. You have an administration that has eviscerated federal immigration law. And so the border is wide open. So the proper clause to look at is not the concept of federalism or even the language in the Constitution about immigration, which is not as clear-cut as some would have you believe. But it's the language in the take-care clause of the Constitution, which I continually bring up, especially in relation to immigration, because there's your impeachment. And for the court, you closed your eyes. So what is the responsibility of the federal government? They don't just have authority. They have to comply with the law. That's their authority. Now what does the Constitution say again? The take care clause. The president shall take care that the laws be faithfully executed. He doesn't have a choice. Unless there's a constitutional conflict and he makes a choice, but there is none here. This is cut and dry. This is black and white. And so the five members of the court, the three radicals who despise the Constitution, one who can't tell you what a woman is, maybe she should run for the Republican nomination. She'd have a hell of a battle with Nikki Haley over that one subject alone. The three radicals in the court, joined by the Chief Justice Roberts, joined by Justice Barrett, the phony conservative, said, hey, look, it's up to the federal government. They want a wide-open border. There's nothing Texas, Arizona, or anybody else can do about it. Too bad. You states have no rights. You have no authority. You have nothing. Nothing. Case closed. But the case isn't closed, I would argue. I have no idea what the four were thinking or the five majority. I'm telling you what I'm thinking. When the federal government, when the Biden administration, when the attorney general of the United States, when the solicitor goes into court and they say, Texas has no authority, none, to do what it's doing to prevent us from going on the border and literally cutting the razor wire. The answer to that is, the federal government has no authority to violate repeatedly, daily, Every immigration law that secures the border that was passed by Congress, signed by past presidents, and under the take care clause, they're violating the Constitution of the United States. So, yes, the states can step in. But they didn't say that. Maybe it's time to move the Supreme Court, Mr. Producer, to El Paso, Texas. Maybe McAllen, Texas, right on the damn border. Move the whole federal government there. Maybe the justices just have it too nice. Washington, D.C., making decisions for the rest of the country. 
Let's see how many of the Trump cases they screw up. Let's hope they don't. I don't trust John Roberts and I don't trust Barrett. Because this was an easy case. This was low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. And they threw in with the three radical Democrats. I mean radicals. Sotomayor, Jackson. Two of the most radical ever. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. Here's an example of a media, Martha Raddatz, who, of course, uh, the Obamas went to her wedding. But that's okay. She's very objective. She has Doug... Bergam on the program, the governor of North Dakota. Why are you backing Trump after all he keeps lying about the election, you know? Cut six, go! Uh, Let's talk about something else that is very important. Free and fair elections are the heart of our democracy. You have said that Joe Biden won the 2020 election. So why would you support someone who falsely claims that the election was stolen over and over and over again? Yes, why would you support Jamie Raskin? Why? Why would you support all the Democrats in 2016 who went to the floor and said the election was illegitimate? In fact, why would you support anybody in 2020 who said George W. Bush didn't win the election? Or 20... Was it 2020? Yeah. Or what about his race against John Kerry where they went to the floor of the House which holds these events, and said, Ohio. John Kerry actually won Ohio. So they challenged both of George W. Bush's elections. They challenged Trump's elections. Hillary Clinton challenged them. Al Gore challenged them. But how can you support anybody like Donald Trump who says the election was stolen? You see what I mean, America, how sickening this propaganda is? And should trust and should Trump, God willing, win again? What do you think they're going to say about that? In fact, they're already setting the stage to reject a Trump election. They tried multiple coups against Trump through their control of the House. Tried a coup against Trump with a criminal investigation. Now they're just flat out trying to put him in prison. And this woman, we can say woman now, I believe, Martha Raddatz has the gall. 
to be concerned about Trump complaining about the last election. As of right now, they're trying to put him in prison. I'm sorry, on phony charges. I don't care what the legal analysts say. Nobody would be charged with this stuff, with documents and so forth. No president, no vice president, no cabinet member. And these four phony charges involving January 6th. No, 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 those aren't election interference. And Joe Biden going on and on, telling, telling the Democrat judges, telling the Democrat prosecutors, telling the special counsel, telling the attorney general, telling the Democrat DAs and the would-be jurors and the Democrat cities, imprison him. He's Hitler. He's a dictator. Stop him, no matter what the election results are. That's not interfering with an election. We favor free and fair elections, don't you know? That's why we oppose voter ID. We want free and fair. That's why we support voter harvesting. Free and fair. That's why we don't want signatures on absentee ballots. Free and fair. That's why we want dates. Don't want them on absentee ballots. That's why we mail ballots by the tons to people's homes. We don't even know if they live there anymore. That's okay. That's why we have the equivalent of mailboxes where you just vote and drop them right in without any security whatsoever. There's no opportunity for fraud. The last election was the cleanest in American history. So why would you support somebody like Trump who denies it? Go ahead. Well, as, as you and I would both agree, free and fair elections are the, the, the foundation of our democracy. And in states like North Dakota, we've got 100% confidence yeah, 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 yeah. In, in that happening. But whether it's 1960, uh, the year 2000, uh, 2016, there was there was concern raised by the uh, you know the Hillary Clinton campaign. 2020, uh, this is something as a country that we've got to work. But, but hard governor, to fix, but governor, you, governor, you, have- governor, governor, I don't want you to finish your thought. You're going to undermine my entire point. You're projecting too much. I can't. I can't handle it, governor. I didn't bring you here to actually think for yourself and give an answer, governor. Governor, you're supposed to agree with me, governor. Please don't bring up Hillary. Please don't bring up all these challenges the Democrats had. Please don't bring up the 1960s when they stole elections. Please, Governor, Governor, don't do that. Wow. This is what we've got. This is what we have to deal with. I'll be right back. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. The cost of freedom is high, but this phone call is not. Call Mark Levin toll-free at 877-381-3811. Gary Sinise lost his son, Mac. 
few days back, about a week or so ago. Very sad. The young man was composing music. He was he was just a fantastic young man. I, of course, I didn't know him. I never met him, but I could see by some of the video. And he fought cancer for five years, often in grave pain. And his family was with him and around him. And he'll be a great loss. Rick Harrison, another buddy of mine, on Friday he lost his son Adam to fentanyl. No, I didn't know Adam, and Adam shied away from publicity, but another tragic loss. Another tragic loss. While I'm on this subject of losses, this show is, of course, live, and so things move around as time goes on. I'm trying to pull something up right now that my wife sent me. It involved a man who lost his son on October 7th. His son was kidnapped. It's part of the IDF. Israeli gentleman. Handsome, young son. Patriot. Never bothered anybody. And he was taken hostage. And Hamas decapitated him. And then sold his head for $10,000, Mr. Producer. Because what the American media are not reporting to you is this is happening all over. That Hamas has been given bounties. If you capture an IDF soldier, preferably a male, that they will give you $10,000 for every head that you present. Did you know this? I posted it on my social sites. Now, the IDF women, they prefer to rape, brutalize, and impregnate. And often kill them. There's a story, and there are many, and this is on video, on October 7th. Of one pregnant woman in particular. And these monsters were so proud, as I said, it's on video. They grabbed the mother. They taped her mouth shut. They brought with them some kind of cellophane tape or whatever it is. So she couldn't scream, couldn't speak. You know what they did to her, Mr. Producer? They cut her stomach open while she was alive. They pulled the baby out and slaughtered it in front of her. 
Then they cut off her breasts. This is not a one-off. So when Jake Tapper and the boys over there at CNN and Andrea Mitchell and the girls over there at MSNBC sit in their comfortable studios, have their drivers take them home and back to their studio, enjoy their weekends with their families, maybe they have a brunch here and there, And they refuse to defend those who are trying to defend their own people. And in every single instance, using Hamas statistics, these reporters are every bit as monstrous as the people who've done these things. Every bit as monstrous. Tell me something, America. Why would Joe Biden and Antony Blinken give a visa to the foreign minister of Iran to come to the United States? He's here right now. Why would they do that? There's plenty of precedent for stopping this sort of thing. Iran is behind what took place in Israel. Iran is behind the Houthis, not just funding them, but giving them the weapons to attack our men and women in uniform, and it's getting very, very just horrific what's happening to our men and women. And the Biden administration wants you to know they are attacking hard by hitting the Houthis. By hitting the Houthis? Did you know they put the Houthis back on the terrorism list after they took it off the list? And that was after Donald Trump put them on the list. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? And they put them on the list. With 400 exceptions. So they're on a list that's meaningless. They do that for you. They want you to believe that they stand with us morally. That they're doing something to protect our soldiers. They're doing nothing. I want to ask the major media news outlets, you have people in the, in the area there, don't you? Mostly, of course, Palestinians who hate the Jews and hate us, but nonetheless, you do, don't you? Now, how do I know that? Because that's been reported by real independent news agencies. But tell us. Tell us what's really going on in the Middle East. You keep repeating the line, 25,000 Gazans have been killed. You get it from Hamas. Where do they get it from? You don't even ask the question, where are the graves? Mass graves, individual graves, where are they? It's a small place. You have your Palestinian, that is, Hamas reporters, photographers, take pictures. Where are they? And while you're at it, Give us all the examples of these Israeli soldiers raping, butchering, decapitating, 
the Palestinian women in Gaza. Where are they? Where are they? See, ladies and gentlemen, I don't believe in a Palestinian state because that'll be a terrorist state. Period. I don't believe the Palestinians should control Gaza because they did. And what they did is slaughter Jews and they do it over and over again. And Hamas said two days ago, one of the leaders, we don't want another state. We want it all. So you got to go to places like memory.org, M-E-M-R-I.org, where they actually have interpreters on their staff. And they get video of what these monsters are actually saying and doing. Not CNN, not MSNBC, the New York Times, the Washington Post. They're too scared to go among the peaceful Palestinians. The violent Palestinians are those who vote for violent Palestinians represent about 80% of the Palestinians. According to the Palestinians and the Arabs. Not me. But that's not discussed, you see. On a separate point, that's why I say we never have an honest and fair debate over abortion. What do you mean, Mark? We discuss it all the time. No, we don't. No, we don't. When's the last time? When is the first time you saw on TV an actual abortion? Particularly a late-term abortion, which the Democrats also support. When's the last time or first time you've seen that? You've never seen that. Maybe there's some drawings and graphics here and there. But when are the American people going to be presented with what an abortion procedure looks like? Never. Because it would turn the issue upside down and inside out. Democrats can't, can't have that. And of course, the Democrats run the media. I know the anti-Semites, the Jews run, no, it's the Democrats run the media. And the Republicans wouldn't want it either. It's too gruesome. What? It's gruesome? It's not a human. What's the problem? It's a choice. Just some fetal tissue. So show it to us. Just a medical procedure. Like any other medical procedure. Show it to us. Why not? Because you'd throw up in your lap. That's why. And so we even have Republicans say, we can't win on this issue, don't discuss it. Tell me, was slavery a winning issue? Don't discuss it? Some issues need to be discussed, whether the politics of the time are right or wrong. It doesn't matter. Now, of course, the Republicans have a problem because... You've got the pretenders who pretend they oppose it, so they don't know how to deal with it. You've got the Nikki Haley types, and many, many others. But those of us who are pro-human being, we know how to discuss it. I do. I want to challenge MSNBC, the morning show, and the other shows. Show us the procedure. Show it to us. Why not? How about today's show? Good morning, America. Show it to us. How about the view? You support this. 
So why wouldn't you show us what this is? That 47-minute video that was put together on the October 7 massacre, slaughter of 1,200 human beings. You ever ask yourself why they don't show that on TV? Jake Tapper, why don't you show it to us? Show it to us. Jake, have you ever looked at it? Why do they censor it? Why do they keep it from us? Let's see it. Let's see what the peaceful Palestinians who elected Hamas, let's see what they elected. Let's see, let's see what's going on there. Why not? Show us. No, they're not going to show us. Donald Trump is Hitler, and that's that. Benjamin Netanyahu's Hitler, and that's that. That's it. Two-state solution. Got it all figured out. No big deal. Get these guys out of the way. We'll have peace and harmony. It'll all be fantastic. Chris Matthews has a new job, Mr. Producer. So I'm calling on the media to play two videos. The 47-minute video of the slaughter of the Jews by the Palestinians. And any video, of particularly a third-term abortion, that will kind of bring things front and center so the American people can see what it means to choose. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who've pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network, for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. You know, there's a battle in our country, which you're well aware of. Good versus evil. Liberty versus tyranny. Battle of our culture, truth, our society, our governing system, moral standards. Really like never before. Like never before. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, 
Woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811. Well, look here again. This is from the Daily Mail, former January 6th Select Committee. Listen to this, quote. We knew it. We didn't know the extent of it. Deleted more than 100 encrypted files from its probe in the days before Republicans took over the House majority. It's incredible. They literally destroyed information. When the Republicans took over the the House of Representatives. And of course, that information might be useful to many of the defendants. But unfortunately, the excuse for judges in the District of Columbia could care less. They could care less. A bombshell new report alleges that just days before the Republicans took over the House majority in 2022... Over 100 encrypted files relating to the January 6th Capitol riot probe were mysteriously deleted. In a new interview with Fox News, the chairman of the House Administration Committee's Oversight Committee, Representative Barry Loudermilk of Georgia, described the revelation as bringing the investigation into a new phase. That is his investigation of the former members and what they did. Loudermilk alleges that a forensics team found that 117 files had been either deleted or encrypted on January 1, 2023, shortly before the Republicans took over the investigation, that had previously been led by Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney. Democracy, don't you know? The congressman is demanding that Democrats hand over the passwords, as the files have since been recovered. The files are believed to contain interviews and depositions that can prove crucial to the case. It's obvious... That went to great, they went to great lengths to prevent Americans from seeing certain documents produced in their investigation, says Loudermilk. It also appears that Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney intended to obstruct our subcommittee by failing to preserve critical information and videos as required by the rules of the House of Representatives. Mr. Producer, can we try and get Mr. Loudermilk on the program tomorrow, please? We've never had him, have we? The former state senator said that the investigation into what really happened that day is growing, thanks to the support of the new House Speaker Mike Johnson, who's pouring more taxpayer dollars into the probe. He said the Speaker has committed whatever resources we need to move forward and has basically tripled the size of our staff. Good for him. That's important. The Daily Mail says the riot, which began after ex-President Donald Trump called on his supporters to try and overturn the result. 
you know, I hate when these guys do their stupid commentary. Let's go back. Lottermack told Fox News, Lottermilk that is, we are investigating what really happened on January 6th. And how were these people, whoever they were, how were they able to get into the Capitol? What was the security failure? Because the American people have a right to know what happened. My main goal is to get the truth out there and give the American people the ability to make their own determination on on this with facts, not with preconceived ideas or predetermined narratives, but just the facts of what happened. Well, here's one fact. The Democrats destroyed evidence and encrypted other evidence they couldn't get around to destroying and hoped that we'd never see it and it would never see the light of day. That's evidence right there. That's a fact. Important. He went on to say that liberals cherry-picked evidence and omitted things that contradicted their narrative. Hello! Fake Tapper doesn't care, you know. This is big news. says, look, I'm not here to vindicate anyone. We want the truth to prevail, Laddermilk said. Daily Mail has reached out to both Thompson and Cheney's offices for comment. Well, good luck with that. Laddermilk said his investigation will target security failures in the days, including the erection. The erection of a gallows by Trump supporters, something that has been used in Biden campaign ads. Laddermilk said he's been using images of the gallows that was erected. That's something we've been investigating. It was erected at, at 6 in the morning. How in the world did it stay up all day long? Right with Capitol Police there. That is something that at first sight somebody should have been taking down, Laddermilk said. We do know, he says, that there were plenty of intelligence that was going on. To be, there was plenty of intelligence that there was going to be an attack on the Capitol. So Secret Service knew of it, he said. The FBI knew of it. Department of Defense had intelligence. Homeland Security had intelligence. That intelligence was sent to the Capitol Police Intelligence Division. It never got passed on any further. The chief did not know about it, he went on. That's interesting. So basically, it's Nancy Pelosi's fault that the information didn't get there. What do you mean by that, Mark? Well, look, you got guys like Scarborough and others saying it's Netanyahu's fault that intelligence didn't get to him even though that intelligence was developed under the prior government. That's fair is fair. Laddermilk said that intelligence has indicated that there were federal agents embedded with the crowd. Common practice for large gatherings. Authorities are still working to identify more than 80 people wanted for acts of violence at the Capitol and to find out who placed pipe bombs. Now, there's a big report by Blaze. I can't verify these things. I just tell you what the news is. There was an investigative report by Blaze that said, well, they did find that pipe bomb that was at the DNC or wherever it was, and they know who put it there. You can check it out on theblaze.com or blazenews.com. They continue to regularly make new arrests, of course, we know. But this seems interesting to me that the Democrats... And Dizzy Lizzy did what they did. And we'll try and get Mr. Loudermilk on the program to tell us directly. I do have some, I think, some questions. I think uh, we need to be somewhat inquisitive about, you know, what that committee was doing. And if any of these committee members who are still in Congress or former committee members are providing any help to the current majority... 
as they try and... So here we have the Republicans now are trying to find out what the committee was doing. But that's okay with the media. That's okay. And Liz Cheney's running around... You know, Liz Cheney and Nikki Haley have a lot in common, don't they? I think they do. Beyond the obvious. I think they have a lot in common. And I'm surprised Liz Cheney hasn't endorsed Haley by now. Sure she would if she thought it would help. Ever hear Quentin Folks? Got to be very careful how you say that, America. It's F-U-L-K-S. Quentin Folks. F-U-L-K-S. Folks. Folks. Biden's principal campaign manager. I don't understand the principal. What is there a deputy principal, associate principal, assistant? What is this? But he's on ABC's This Week. W-E-A-K. And of course, what does Quentin Folks have to say? Cut. 13, go. Look, when it comes to the president's age, we have a simple formula for that, and that's results. Um, you know, age equals wisdom equals results and experience. And President oh, Biden... Oh, wow, you're pretty slick there, pal. Results. And yet, in a way, he's right. High inflation. Empty shelves. Cost of basics for Americans to sustain themselves through the roof. Costs. The destruction of energy independence. Trying to force... Cars that often don't work on people who can't afford them. Wide open border. Those are results. Slavery taking place in the United States today. Slavery. Those are Biden results. So you ought to get credit for that. No. All kinds of results. Go ahead. Because of his age has come to the table and brought people together from both sides of the aisle to deliver. Hey, shut up, you idiot. How much do you get paid to be a propagandist? Bringing together both sides of the aisle. What's he talking about? McConnell, not bringing together both sides of the aisle. First of all, he's not even awake. He's not even around. 40% of the time, he's not even there. The other 60%, he's not there, if you get my drift. This guy is a puppet of the Obama revolution. Doesn't mean he's not nasty. They wake him up every now and then, and he does his knee-jerk Joe Biden, screaming, yelling, the cringe, low-intelligence kind of language. Accusing everybody of everything else. Yeah, Mr. Biden, you know, inflation's like, Putin! The border's wide open. Trump! Prices are through the roof. MAGA! The Republicans! They never take credit for their destruction, do they? They can never point to their success. They have to lie. They have to lie. Bidenomics, it's just fantastic. It's doing great. No, it's not. People are suffering. Oh, no, no, it is. Look at these statistics from the Bureau of Statistics and the Bureau of Labor. Look at these statistics, the CPI, the PPI, the UPI, and the uh, whatever. Look at them. They're just unbelievable. Stock market's through the roof. I don't have any money. I can't afford to feed my kids to the drive That's right. That's big fast food. Can't afford to drive. Big oil. And my drugs. Big pharmacy. But never big government. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Welcome back, America. You know there's a special election coming up on February 13th. 
By my calculation, that's almost, give or take, three weeks from now. And it's to fill the seat of George Santos. You might remember George Santos. You might not. doesn't really matter. It was a Republican seat. Every seat matters for the House of Representatives right now. They have basically a two-vote majority. And there's a Democrat running, Tom Swazi, Susie, whatever. And there's a tremendous Republican candidate running who's getting no attention whatsoever, even in conservative outlets, at least conservative outlets that have a national reach. Mozzie Pillip. Mozzie Pillip is a young lady who is running for that congressional seat to finish Santos's seat and then to run as the incumbent for a full term. Mozzie Pillip, how are you? Hi, Mark. I am good. How are you? I am great. Now, tell America, particularly the people, I think you're running in Nassau County, right, in Long Island, that area? Yes. Yes, I'm running for the 3rd Congressional District, uh, which is a a big part of Nassau County and a small part of uh, Queens County. Tell America and the people of New York a little bit about your background. Sure. Uh, So, as you know, Mark, I was born in Ethiopia. In 1991, I was 12 years old. It was a civil war in Ethiopia. Uh, therefore, United States and Israel decided to bring about 14,500 Ethiopian Jews to Israel. It was a big uh, beginning for me, a better future for me in Israel, um, a better life in Israel for me and for my family. I finished high school serving the IDF in a paratrooper brigade for one year, nine months. Uh, which is the maximum uh, amount of time you can spend if you are, uh, you know, for female. Uh, and then right after, I, I went to Haifa University for my bachelor degree and master degree in Tel Aviv University in diplomacy and security. I met my husband, uh, who was born in Ukraine, uh, in Israel. He came to study medicine, and then I came to the United States about 70 years ago. And you're obviously American citizen. You've settled here. As you said, you have Ethiopian background. Uh, you're an Ethiopian Jew, as I understand it. And then you went to Israel, and now you've come to the United States. How would you describe your philosophy and your politics to, the, to New Yorkers and Americans, generally? Um, you know, uh, I came to this country right after college. I love United States of America. This country has been a great country for me and for my husband, who came from Ukraine. And we have big respect and love. And uh, unfortunately, this country going to a wrong direction with extreme policies. That's President Biden and Thomas Wazi when he was in Congress and majority and the squad members and other um, members who was really, really very extreme in their policies, taking away and destroying uh, our country. Um, as I said, I love this country, and um, we are right now facing a serious issue with our, within our border, uh, migrant crisis, border crisis, since the President Biden took place, and um, we have issues with crime. We have a uh, you know, challenge within our economy, and uh, I'm going for Congress. I'm running for Congress because... I would like to protect uh, our quality of life 
as Americans. So Thomas Swazi is another one of these radical democratic socialist leftists like AOC and their ilk. Yeah. And he's just a hardcore radical leftist pretending to be something he's not. You are a red blooded American with a remarkable background. Now, you you I have to ask you this question. Since you're a black woman, I assume all these organizations, civil rights organizations have come out and supported you. Uh, Joy Reid has come out and supported you. All these people have come out and supported you, right? A lot of people supporting me because the understanding uh, I'm not going to Congress for uh, to gain politics or power. I'm a mother of seven children. I'm doing it because we are our country going to in the wrong direction and we have to be very clear and we have to stand up and uh, we have to say enough is enough. Um, because of those reasons, you know, I'm all about supporting law enforcement. I'm all about securing our borders. I'm all about to bring back the American values of hardworking, respect to law enforcement, and supporting our military. Um, that's the reason why a lot of people, Democrats and Republicans and conservatives, coming and supporting me in this election. And by the way, if people want to support you all over the country as well as in your district, where do they go? Very simple. Um, you can go to mazi, M-A-Z-I, for ny.com. Mazi4ny.com. Let's put that up there, Mr. Producer, on our social site. So, the Thank people you. In, I have to tell you, yeah. um, I'm getting a lot of support outside of New York to, uh, New York and outside of my district, a lot of people around the country so excited about fresh voice, new voice, and uh, they have been sending checks and really supporting me, which really giving me the even in the energy more to keep uh, going. That's because you are a principled conservative who believes in liberty, who loves this country, who came here by choice. You're not marching in the streets to destroy it. Uh, you're running for Congress to save it. And uh, there is a absolute, really important choice here between you, a conservative uh, minority with a remarkable background, and your opponent was a radical leftist from this country who wants to just be another vote for the destruction of our country. So I'm encouraging strongly people all over the country to support you i want to endorse you i want to endorse mozzie pillip for the house of representatives in the special election on february 13 to fill santos's seat and i hope the people in your district who listen to this audience will become active will make sure that you win that seat and god bless you my friend and when you win we'll have you back that's mozzie for new york.com But then, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Yeah, some people, a couple of punks out there. What's with Levin's eye? I can't watch him with one eye. He only uses one eye. Because the jackass doesn't listen to this show, I've explained it. I had a hemorrhage in the back of my left eye. On the very back, behind the retina. And I had it, um, how long, three and a half years ago. So every month, it used to be every month, I needed a needle in my eye. 
to try and stem the leaking that occurs in the back of my left eye so I don't go blind. And now we've extended it to, I think it's every seven or eight weeks. So that's been going on. So when I have it, the eye closes a little bit, as you can imagine. But it's really the lights that you need in the studio that really affects the eye. So it squints a little bit. There, did I clean that up? Did I clear that up, Mr. Producer? And also, as time goes on, over a course of weeks, and the needle is needed, it's much more difficult for me to read. So you can hear sometimes that I sound like Joe Biden. So I have to close my left eye and read my right eye. That's, the, that's what happens. I'm lucky to have the sight in that eye. Because let me tell you a secret. Ten years ago, I would have lost the sight in that eye. That's how important our companies, our pharmaceutical companies are. You don't call a government office for this stuff. You need the private sector to create it. But Joe Biden wouldn't understand that since he's never worked in the private sector. He's been a welfare queen on the public payroll for his entire pathetic career. So I wanted to point that out. Don't forget, Mozzie Pillip. It's M-A-Z-I for N-Y dot com. We need that seat. She's one of us. Of course, she... She undermines the narrative that the Democrats put out. Her ancestry is Ethiopian. She's black. She's a woman. She's Jewish. Pretty much hits all the bucket issues, doesn't she, Mr. Producer? And she's pro-American and solid. And her opponent is the opposite. Just another scoundrel. Just another radical leftist who'll vote for all the things we despise. That's what I'll do. Andrew Weissman! Weissman! Little bastard. He's still hanging around. He's on MSLSD. Can you imagine how much better the country would be without MSNBC and CNN? I mean, they are doing Harry Carey. They are trying to destroy themselves, particularly at CNN. But because they're backed by these massive multinational corporations, it doesn't matter if they make a profit or not. And of course, same with uh, MSLSD. Andrew Weissman. Cut 11, go. I think that what Donald Trump is doing, since he's really not going to win in the courts here, is I think he's making the election a referendum on Here's his... Here's my question. Here's my question. Why does anybody care what you say, you little putrid bastard? All the lives you've destroyed, the companies you've destroyed, your abuses... Why does anybody care? I thought you were a federal prosecutor, former federal prosecutor. Now he's going to tell us about politics. He's going to tell us about Donald Trump. It's a low life. Then there's Chris Sununu, who's a nobody. Frankly, he's a nobody. Was for his father, he wouldn't have been governor. And he's rolling around uh, New Hampshire, trying to tell the people in New Hampshire... Vote for Nikki Haley. Vote. Vote, please. So he's got his own ego on the line. It's another reason to vote against her. Cut 10. Go. Do you agree? Should a president have total immunity even for things that cross the line? Uh, of course not. The, the, the oh, yes, 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 yes. For the cross the line. 
And there's Sununu, the constitutional expert, who immediately is out of the box. Of course not. Come on now. Let me just make something clear. If it turns out that the court rules that you do not have immunity from actions you took as president after you leave, and should, God hopes, Donald Trump get elected president, then I want to make it clear to all the reprobates out there, whether they be in the media, their websites, or anything else, the Trump administration is free to do what the Biden administration is doing. That is, to go through the actions that the Biden administration has taken, whether it is violating our immigration laws intentionally, and the consequences of that, the deaths, the fentanyl, the rapes, and so forth, and charge Joe Biden. Got that? And charge Joe Biden. It's not revenge. We call it equality or equity, if that if you prefer. That is that the same institutions that have been used and abused can be used and abused and perhaps not even abused the same way. Why should it matter if it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden? They're playing with fire. And what they're doing is burning the Constitution. And Chris Sununu is just too stupid to understand. He's ready to answer. He's quick. He's anti-Trump. Of course not. We can't do that. Start at the top, please, Mr. Producer. And of course, there's Kristen Welker. Meet the depressed, the new host there. Or do we miss the old hosts? She's so predictable. Go ahead. Do you agree? Should a president have total immunity, even for things that cross the line? Uh, of course not. The, the, the amazing thing about that clip is he was dead serious. He wasn't even making one of his ridiculous jokes. He was dead serious about that. And that should get everybody. I don't care what political party you're from, whether you're an extreme conservative or, or socialist liberal. Everybody. Stop, 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 stop. So an extreme conservative. What's an extreme conservative? Somebody really strongly believes in liberty. And the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and loves their country. An extreme conservative. Oh, only a jackass talks that way. Again, moral equivalency between a socialist and a conservative. Socialism violates every concept and principle of our founding. It's an offshoot of Marxism. Whether you're an extreme conservative... You know, we can't have those. What does that even mean? That's why this little putz won't come on this program. He'll go everywhere else. He'll talk like he's high on sugar. He's not thoughtful. He's saying what he thinks the media want to hear. That's how he's been trained by daddy. Of course not. It's amazing. He's dead serious. I can't can't believe he's dead serious. I'm always right about these constitutional issues, and I'm always right about what's going to happen. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm right again. It's not because I'm Nostradamus. It's not because I'm James Madison. Because I read the damn thing. And I know human nature. Go ahead. With that type of mentality going into the White House. And yet you are saying if he is the nominee that you are going to support him. How can you say that you'll support Look, him? At, at the end of the day, this is the trick with the media and the rhinos. It's constant. The rhinos are on the attack. They hate Trump, so they say something. I mean, a dictator? It sounds like Hitler. And yet you're going to vote for him. Well, come on. Now. I'm going to vote for Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley's going to win. Oh, okay. Obviously, the guy drinks heavily. 
Maybe he drinks orange juice. I don't know, Mr. Producer. But this is journalism today, Welker. But wait a minute. You criticize him and say that it's amazing. You would make some kind of an extreme concern. Everybody should be concerned with that type of mentality going into the White House. But you said you're going to vote for him. Well, yes, but Nikki's going to win. They create these talking points, audio and video that the Democrats can use, and they could care less. They could care less. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. So important. Boy, he's had more FaceTime than anybody, hasn't he? No offense. With a face like that, he should not. In my humble opinion. Just my humble opinion. I mean, I didn't call him Hitler like everybody else calls Trump Hitler. And he's not, obviously. But FaceTime, no. Uh, Chris Sununu should not have all this FaceTime. For his own sake, it's just uh, very unpleasant. Let's go to... Kathy, Crossfield, Tennessee, the great W-A-E-W. Now, Kathy, how far is Crossfield, Tennessee from Nashville, where a bunch of our family lives? About 100, about 100 miles, and I'm an escapee from the communist state of New York, and I voted with my feet, like Rush Limbaugh used to say, and moved to mm-hmm. Tennessee, and I love it. That's um, wonderful. It's a great question. state. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, I, I had heard that Texas had a special clause in their constitution, which said that if the United States or the government invaded the rights of the Texas people, that, that they had a right to stand up for themselves. And Biden's breaking all the immigration all right, laws. I, I'm not sure I know what that means. I don't know what's in their constitution. Uh but Texas did become a part of the United States. So the fact of the matter is they're part of the United States. The problem is the Supreme Court of the United States um, reacts to the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the media in Washington and New York, particularly Hollywood John Roberts. I call him Hollywood for a reason. And his family is very close to Thomas Friedman. So we have a guy that is intellectually compromised intellectually compromised and we have another justice barrett who goes along following him along like a lost child it's pathetic i want to salute all you heroes out there all you fantastic people in this audience all our brothers and sisters out there and i will see you tomorrow god bless